Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Wow, Matt, fellow adventurers, we are back with Sir Croakington in all her toady glory. Now, I thought we were, uh, and I said that we were going to be doing a sequel to Stoneback Hill next. I forgot that you need magical weapons to defeat, to survive that. And... I need better, I want a better magical weapon. Because my normal dagger just won't do at all. It's not magic. So I'll just be torn to pieces. And go blink, 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 blink. Yeah, so I want to do an adventure where I get a nice magical dagger. And it'll also boost my Neville Reserve. Which is always something to something you need so anyway here we go adventures this location the old cathedral the time has come for a hero to explore the ruins of the old cathedral across the wither from milksbrook and later west the menace that grows with each passing day and we begin Following up on a rumour that the Wither Guild is seeking a brave adventure for a dangerous but rewarding task, you make your way to the City Hall, where you are granted a meeting with the city's magistrate. The magistrate, a gaunt, joyless sort of man, nods grimly as you introduce yourself, and he explains the Wither Guild is willing to play a handsome sum to anyone brave enough to tackle a problem that has long plagued these parts. A problem that resides just across the river from Migsbrough. Yes, says the magistrate, as he moves to an open window and points to the large silhouette, stark silhouette of a large structure on the far side of the wither. The matter is that of the old cathedral. And I would be remiss. So I did not say there were few willing to set foot in that forsaken place. You learn that the old cathedral is a name given to it by locals. was the very heart of an ancient town known as Tilntok. Several centuries ago, there was a series of devastating raids launched against the town by goblins and trolls that festered in the Fuluin foothills. The end result of these attacks was the raising of Twintock. Only the great cathedral, the centre of all Twintock, survived the ways, said the magistrate. The goblins and the trolls and the monstrous kin were eventually driven from the ruins of Twintock. But it was not rebuilt. Instead, the small river village of Migsville took on a new importance and grew into what you behold today. The ruins of Twinock and the remains of its once glorious cathedral are but a shadow of the past. A haunting reminder of a tragedy now, centuries old. The magistrate tells you the stories passed down from generation to generation tell of the westless spirits and walking dead that stalk the ruins of the old cathedral. You learn that from time to time Locals have reported seeing strange figures moving amongst the crumbling remains of the cathedral. The magistrate tells you that, a decade ago, decided by the Wither Guild that the old cathedral should be restored to its former glory. Glory, glory, not gory, although that will probably come up soon enough. It was the Guild's hope that the restoration would at last remove the eerie superstition that attached itself to ruin church. As you might note, says the magistrate, the, magist the restoration was begun, but never completed, as if there were forces at work that wished to prevent it. 
the magistrate tells you that tradesmen and artisans at work on the restoration of the old cathedral and its grounds countered many strange things, and a handful of men went missing not long after the project began. These incidents, even the disappearances, were quickly explained away by the Wither Guild, which did not wish for news of the events to spread. The magistrate explains that part of the cathedral's ground level was stored, and it was put to use as a place of worship by some locals just over a year ago. However, you learn that several months ago there occurred an incident in the old cathedral. An incident unfolded before the eyes of fifty worshippers. An incident not so easily explained away. You learn that during the fateful worship session, the congregation was gathered in the restored portion of the church and was witness to a galley of horror. Gallery of horror as the walking dead began stalking out the cathedral's lower levels. The members of the congregation fled to safety, but gave terrifying and detailed accounts of the incident upon their hasty return to Meeksbrook. None have dared return there since, says the magistrate. And indeed, work on the restoration was halted indefinitely. That was six months ago. And while the immediate horror surrounding the incident has subsided, the matter has not rested well with the Wither Guild. You learn that while great efforts have been made to keep the matter quiet, the Wither Guild wishes for it to be put to rest forever. The Wither Guild wants nothing that would attract the images a lawful and safe Witherport, as the magistrate says. Matters such as this, if left unchecked, would undoubtedly raise fears and alarm, and possibly sully the solid reputation in Migsville has earned. That must not be allowed to happen. The magistrate tells you is the assurance of the Wither Guild that anyone capable of quietly resolving the matter of the old cathedral would be rewarded handsomely. I do not doubt your abilities, your bravery, he says. He says, yet I feel I must tell you. He wouldn't be the first to try a hand at this task. There have been four individuals, like yourself, who have crossed the wither with our blessing to confront the menace of the old cathedral. Not one of them has ever returned. So I can accept the mission or decline the mission. Well, I have to accept the mission, otherwise there wouldn't be much of an episode, would there? The magistrate's gaunt demeanour vanishes briefly, replaced by a faint smile as you accept the task. Our hopes now rest with you, he says, his, his face returning to familiar grim state. I feel at last we send forth a hero. Our prayers will go with you, Sir Crokington. The magistrate tells you the passage across the wither will be quietly arranged. When you tell him that you eager set out, begin at once he begins the mi- and begin the mission he produces a cloth bag and hands it to you she's surprised the, the bag contains four elixirs of Quebecs. each of these powerful healing potions will restore you to full stamina points there's enough for one draught in each of the bottles yes these are some of the most powerful items in the game also a little bit heavy. <laughs> the magistrate asks you to keep him updated on the progress of the mission from time to time. You are taken across the wither on a small but rowboat by a close confederate of the magistrate. The man, named Julo, wishes you luck and tells you he will wait at the wither's edge to carry you to and from Migsbor as necessary. You thank Yolo and disembark as the boat reaches the wither bank. After a click a look around to acclimatise yourself to the new surroundings, you make you make your way up a steep, grassy slope to the crumbling ruins of a once glorious courtyard. The far end of the courtyard sits a massive, decaying structure of the old cathedral. The upper portions of the cathedral have partially collapsed, burying much of the ground level with debris. The main doors that face into the courtyard are slightly ajar, 
and look to be much more recent than their surroundings. Begin carefully picking a path through the heaps of rubble that littered the courtyard and have nearly reached the main doors when a sound on the somy ground from behind startles you. You spin around, your every nerve steel for the possibility of an attack. About twenty yards behind you, you catch a fleeting glimpse of a figure in a tattered cloak as it quickly darts behind a section of the crumbling courtyard wall. So do I chase after it? Or go into the cathedral? Well, have a look, have a look. Don't want anything sneaking up on me. As you arrive at the spot where you saw the cloaked figure only moments ago, there was no sign of whoever or whatever it was. However, as you're about to turn and continue on your way, you notice a small portion of torn brown cloth draped over, over a jagged piece of stone jutting out of the wall. You surmise the cloaked figure must have snagged this portion of its vestments as it passed by. Got some tattered brown cloth. It doesn't even have any description, but it has an encumbrance of one, so I have to store that somewhere at some point. For several minutes, you stand and observe the courtyard from here, hoping to catch another glimpse of the mysterious figure. At last, you decide that whoever, or whatever, is no longer anywhere about. You once again make your way to the doors of the main cathedral. You reach the main doors of the old cathedral and push them open, revealing a cavernous, debris-riddled interior that is open to the sky in several places. There are signs of renovation there, here and there, that is plain that much of the work has been left in an unfinished state. You proceed with caution across the ground level of the cathedral, and near the centre discover a wide set of steps leading down into darkness. You stand amidst the sea of rubble on the debris riddled ground floor of the old cathedral. A wide set of steps descend into darkness here. Wisps of cool, musty air wise out of the shadows below. So this is a safe place. So I can rest and restore everything and I can save. Very convenient. Which also means it doesn't matter as much that I'm Less powered than I could be. Well, right, let's descend the stairs. You draw out your light and carefully descend into the lower level of the old cathedral. A wide set of steps ascends towards the daylight here. The fresh air that reaches you in the form of a gentle breeze from above is a woeful change from the damp, musty air of the lower level. Alright, I'm right in the middle. So I'll just start by going north. The air is cool and stale here on the lower level of the old cathedral. Your footsteps echo off the walls as you proceed with extreme caution through the long forgotten passages of the old decaying cathedral. The sound of soft footfalls from behind causes you to spin around. You stare into the gloom. Your every nerve on edge. What is this? Some sort of catacomb? Very good place to get skeletons. A line of gaunt stone faces protrudes from the walls of the passage here. Alright. Alright, I've got to the north side. And then there's a little twisty passage. I'm going down that. Your progress along. Your progress is halted by the sudden appearance of a dark shape from the shadows that surround you. It's a ghoul lord. And I stab. He moans as it claws at you. And it is slain. 2xp. And some terrible equipment. You pause only briefly upon your victory. Long enough to check your equipment and catch your breath. The sound of soft foot. Soft footfalls behind causes you to spin around. You stare into the gloom. Your every nerve on edge. Alright, and at the end of the passage, four sets of burning yellow eyes approach from the shadows ahead. 
and moments later a group of robed skeletons draw into a pool of light cast by your light source. The four skeletal beings move with jerky, unnatural motions. They're closing around you. Four skeletal priests. Oh, go to your god. The skeletal priests claw at you. You cry out with pain as tines of blue lightning envelop your body. And they are slain. I don't know how you... How do, I, how do you slay two people with stabs? I guess, I guess they just lined up properly. And just go, hop! Hop, and I just kind of powered through two schools in one blow. Just leaving school fragments just going all over the place. Yeah, something like that. I did that twice. 10 XP. Somewhere off to the southeast, seemingly distant. You can hear what sounds like stone grating upon stone. Your progress is halted by the sudden emergence of a dark shape from the shadows that surround you. It's two robed skeletons. I'm not going to be having any mess with these. The skeletons cackle as they slash at you with their rusty blades, but they are still slain. 2xp. Oh, a sturdy leather bell. I'll take that. It's not. It's worse than what I already have, of course. But I'll take it to sell it. You pause only briefly following your victory. Long enough to check your equipment and catch your breath. Alright, what's in the southeast side that could be being set off? Oh, footfalls. Alright. More footfalls. A line of glowering faces protrudes from the walls of the passage here. It's another ghoul lord. Ah, see, apparently Wank does not have its privilege because you're still slain. Fot falls again. Alright. Austere faces protruding from the walls now. Alright, where is that? Uh, oh, a railing apparition. Oh, I'll just... Oh, my weapon is ineffective. Oh no, oh no, oh no. Powers, powers, powers. Oh, God, none of my powers actually do damage. Okay, uh, Sword of Thought doesn't do anything. Melee Scry doesn't do anything. Uh, I'm just going to run. Uh, you fled from combat. You flee from your enemy. Thankful, survive the battle with your life. Okay, I'm going to equip the Dagger of Emerald Flame. It's a bit less attack, but I don't have to worry about it being useless because of magic. Alright, a Staggering Ghoul. And it is slain. Oh, did it just do a special? I think it just did a special. Yeah, maybe it is. Maybe it is good enough. Oh well. Oh, at the end, southeast passage is a twisty thing. A high-pitched shriek makes your blood run cold. Only moments later, a tall skeletal figure in glowing robes emerges from the gloom ahead. Its fleshless hands gripping a half-rotted wooden staff is a skeletal archpriest. The skeletal archpriest shrieks with gnomic, with dynamic glee as it attacks. <laughs> and it is slain. 18 XP. Somewhere off to the southeast, seemingly distant, you can hear what sounds like stone grating upon stone. Yeah, probably, yeah. Alright, what could be here? It's only Willy. Hmm. I'll probably have to... I'll have to do more grating before it's completely revealed. Wailing apparition? Now I can stab you with magic. Okay, keep stabbing. And it is stabbed. It's dead now. Because reasons. I catch my breath... Alright, southwest, little totally passage. Footsteps, skeletal high priest. 
Is a high priest higher than an archpriest? Or is an archpriest arch, archier than a high priest? Who knows? Who knows? I'm not an expert in the hierarchies of... In the hierarchies of long... Of, of ancient fictional churches. <laughs> yes, the skeletal high priest cackles as it viciously attacks. You cry out in pain as tines of blue lightning envelop your body. And it is slain. 14 XP. Some off to the southeast, seemingly distant. You can hear what sounds like stone grating upon stone. Alright, that's one of the four twist. Three of the four twisty passages done. Soft footfalls again. Ooh, jovial faces on this side. Oh, that's nice. Nice change. Alright. Northwest Twisty Passage. And at the end, a chorus of sharp hisses greets you as you reach the end of the passage. You turn to your white and behold four robed skeletal figures emerging from the shadows. Their bony hands collapse tightly around the hilt of decaying daggers. These are skeletal acolytes. And they're going to attack. They hiss as they attack you. You cry out in pain as times of blue lightning envelop your body. More pain. More blue lightning. But they are still slain. 5xb. Somewhere off in the southeast, seemingly distant. You can hear what sounds like stone grating upon stone. Alright, I've been everywhere. Here's another wailing apparition. Stop wailing so much. It's very distracting. So I have to stab you. 2HP. Alright, now I think I think something's going to be revealed in the southeast corner. So I'm going to west and save first. Because I don't want to have to go through it again. West and save. Wait a minute. I could return to Mixball and and sell some gear. Hmm. Okay, I'll pause and do that. Uh, I got a couple of hundred thousand, a couple of thousand gold from selling some stuff I picked up. So now, along past the straw faces on the south side. Oh, oh, not in the southeast corner, but very near. A section of the stone floor slid back to reveal a narrow set of stone steps. Descend the stairs. I've gone down the floor. I'm on a new map. I'm on the western side. A narrow set of stone steps ascends through an opening in the ceiling here. Time to go east. An ornate scene of majestic mountains towering proudly beneath a star-filled sky has been carved into both the north and south walls of this wide passage. A wisp of icy air washes past you, sending a shiver the length of your body. The sound of soft footfalls from behind causes you to spin around. You stare into the gloom, your every nerve on edge. Alright, keep going east. It's just one straight passage. This would be a really good place to have an ambush. But apparently it didn't occur to them to do that because I'm nearly at the end. Or maybe it's happening now. The hall ends abruptly at a tall arch that opens into a wide, torch-lit chamber with a low ceiling. Your eyes immediately fall upon four woed figures seated around a circle that has been traced into the floor in the middle of the room. You're shocked when you realise the four figures are living humans, each with a skull-shaped medallion dangling from their neck. So... You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. 
book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Necromancers. Or goths, but I don't think goths exist in this world, so they're going to be necromancers. There is some overlap. <laughs> Several large parts of bone lie strewn about the womb, and now and again you notice several of the piles twitch slightly. Yep, definitely necromancers. It appears these men are performing some sort of necromantic rite, and are likely responsible for the undead that have overrun the old cathedral. Their defeat, you summarise, would bring about an end to the undead plague here, and likely bring about a successful conclusion to your mission. I guess I'll probably have to polish off whichever ones they've already resurrected, but that won't take long. There's There's probably only so many they can have at the same time, or something. I don't know. I don't... Do I don't fill, fill dungeons with skeletons. I usually control one skeleton at a time when I do skeleton stuff. The four humans appear to be involved in some sort of meditation and have not yet noticed you. As you watch the men, one of them begins to speak, his tone low and monotonous. Realise these men or in the process of invoking a necromantic rite. Well, i got to put a stop to that. Enter the chamber! You've taken only a few steps into the chamber when all four of the world humans spin to their feet, turn to face you, and then look down a bit because I'm a toad. One of them, older than the others, with a long black beard and wide eyes, grins untoward, totally towards you. He's grazed, unsettling stare, sending a chill the length of your spine. Seems the undead roaming these halls can keep out all but the most ardent of intruders, he says coldly. Fear not, for you shall soon join their ranks. As if taking some sort of silent cue, the three other men stalk across across the bone-filled chamber towards you, brandishing long-bladed knives. Don't you have emergency backup skeletons? You know, a good skeleton is way better than just some low-grade minions. Admittedly, good skeletons are hard to find. But still, well, I can't be having these people roaming around. They'll probably form their own necromantic circles. And just raise a skeleton just to be on the highway and just spook people and probably murder try to murder but only end up spooking hold your ground and meet their advance you stride forward and boldly meet the advance of the three world men three apprentice necromancers well you're never gonna become journeyman necromancers I have to slay them, otherwise they will become journeymen necromancers. Fortunately, I think they're 
they've only just started their training, so I don't think they're going to be coming back. Well, not of, the, not of their own volition. Maybe there'll be ways later. Just have to make sure no one's around to do that. The three cloaked men stab at you viciously. And I stab at them. Yeah, circle of stabs. Arms of green flame erupt from your blade. For eight damage. And then I stab my enemy. For nineteen damage. Let's see. So that so I guess I stab two of them and one of them was incinerated by the green flame. Yeah, so it's pro- probably because you know those really long black robes that necromancers love to rain? They're really flammable. Really, really flammable. Especially when you've got them covered with corp with corp gunk. Yeah, that that it's a bad time bad time for them. But they should have thought of that before they started raising the dead and having them kill people. So they could raise more dead. You've slain your foe. Eighteen XP. The bloodied corpses of the three woed men. I sprawled out on the ground at your feet. The necromancer scowls and raises his hand. Instantly, the remains of the three men turn to dust. What? You didn't even think of raising them? I mean, the turn to dust spell is only a little bit more difficult than to raise them so they can fight me again and also lose in about 12 seconds. A swirling portal suddenly appears to scratch. Oh, he knows gating too? The necromancer begins swirling his hands, and in answer to his gesture, various bone fragments begin lifting off the pile scattered about the room and start to form into a jagged, rotating spear above his head. Hmm. I'm guessing some of those bone fragments are from his previous apprenticeship apprentices. Okay, okay. That may be dissolving to just make sense if that's your killer move so I could shoot him now if I had telekinesis or destruction I could use that but I don't so I can't or I could just go Leroy Jenkins to just charge at him before he can you know make the spear really big I'm going to fire an arrow you notch an arrow and take aim at the necromancer but a bonus, pick a number. Bonus of two from archery, because it's only level six. If I had a higher archery level, I'd get a higher bonus. You know, as happens. Go get 40 or more to hit. Pick now. Failure, 13. Eep-boom. You have sails wide of the intended mark. And you watch in horror. As the massive ball of weaving bone begins to float across the chamber towards you. You stalwartly hold your ground. As the floating spear of animated bones draws near. As the unholy creation enters melee range. Several skeletal limbs reach out of its core. And begin swiping at you with jagged bony fingers. It's a floating bone spear. Spooky, 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 spooky. Of course, there's plenty more spooky things from the Halloween episode. Skeletal limbs shoot out the bone spear and wake up your flesh. And I stab, just trying to jump straight into the middle. Stab again. Large pieces of bone are just... Fly out all over the place. One more stab. And some green flame finishes it off. It explodes into a big explodey pile of explosions. 10 XP. Your final blow shatters the floating bone spear. Sending fragments of bone hurtling in all directions across the chamber. The necromancer curses in disgust and steps into the portal and disappears from sight. The portal closes behind him and you are left alone. Ugh, he got away! He got away! I don't like that. Is there any way I could have caught him? I'll, I'll, I'll just go check. 
Nope, looks like he runs away, no matter what you do. I wonder if we'll see him again at some point. Hey, for all we know, one of the other necromancers that we come across on our quest could be him. Could be. Doesn't bring it up if it is, but it could be. I mean, we don't really pay attention to the personal histories of necromancers. Because we're too busy stabbing them. We stab first. Don't ask any questions because they're dead. Alright. Necromancer. Who for some time has made the lower levels of the old cathedral a spawning ground. For the unholy creations of his wicked craft. Is now gone. It is doubtful, you believe. Believe that he will ever return. Ever return here. Now his lair has been discovered. And, with their master departed, their western souls that wandered these halls in his service you will at last find peace. Oh, oh okay. Oh, hmm. I guess you need active magic to keep undergoing. Then, then how come the undead are still in all these tombs we weighed? Maybe it's special tomb magic. You set about making a quick search of the chamber. You were eager to leave the shadowy depths of the cathedral and return to Migspool, bearing tidings of your mission's success. Your, eye, your eyes are drawn to a small object at the edge of the trace circle in the middle of the chamber. It's an unidentified dagger and I'm definitely taking it. Because that was what I was going on the entire quest for. This dagger, it's, it's of common quality for now. But when I take a closer look at it, maybe I'll know some more. Intrigued by this discovery, decide to set about thoroughly searching the west of the womb. You're just about to abandon search when you spot a small wooden chest carefully hidden in one corner of the womb. The chest is not locked, and you cautiously tip back tip back the lid to reveal its content. An absolutely terrible weapon. A scale belt that's bad but sellable. Chain boots, well crafted, four standard points. I think that's better than what I have now. Split groups three, yep, better than what I have now. So well, I can't equip them now because I've got to tidy them up. Oh, and, and six entire gold tokens. Soft voice from behind. Certainly makes you jump out of your skin. Oh, oh, that's just tricky. Just getting, attacking at me while I'm distracted by treasure. Of course, of course. You know how adventurers think. Turn around. Slowly. Uncertain of what you might face, you heed the order issued by the voice and turn around slowly. Your eyes fall upon a diminutive woman, gabbed, garbed in a tattered brown cloak, standing beneath the arch that leads into the womb. Though it's not immediately pa- apparent, you now note she's drawing, a, she's training a drawn crossbow at you. Her face has obviously been purposely darkened by suit in an effort, soot in effort to conceal her identity. It will be a shame to have to kill you. But such is the way of things. No doubt your trinkets will fetch us some. Find some. You realise you must act quickly before she looses the bolt of the crossbow. Alright, so I've got some options. I could use for telekinesis or fortification. But I don't have them, so I can't. I'll get them soon enough. To a few more, few more quests and I'll have them. If you have the skill of diplomacy and wish to use it, I do. And I feel, oh, I could just attack her. I'll use diplomacy. Never to buy yourself some time. And perhaps get your assailant to drop her card. Drop her guard. You cleverly attempt to talk the woman out of her current designs. What? I wasn't intending this to be any trickery. Eh, well, that's Sir Crokington. He's doing it, not me. Even though he's doing what I say, more or less. Pick a number. Bonus of six from diplomacy. Got to get 40 or more. Pick now. 37. Failure. Oh, so close. So close. Oh, if I just... If I hadn't fumbled it at that last, word, that last second. 
Your calculated bravado does not work according to plan. Your assailant appears to have no interest in sparing your life. A sharp click signals the release of the bolt. You twist to your side and attempt to avoid the deadly speeding missile. Right, picking a number. One bonus from 16 from agility. Oh no, I can't jump as far because I'm so small. And i got to get 50 or more. Pick now. You cry out in agony as the bolt tears into you, sending you to the floor in weaving pain. Oh, I jumped right into the bolt. 11 damage. You struggle to regain your feet. And almost at once your attacker is upon you, stabbing you viciously with a long-bladed knife. This is a cloaked thief. And beyond that, well, they're keeping, keeping it hidden. So I can kill or I could subdue. Now I have a general rule. If you have the option to subdue, I take it. It's just a general rule I have. I don't know whether Sir Crokington has that wall, but apparently he does. Subdue your enemy. The cloaked woman stabs at you with her long-bladed knife. Alright, defensively. Alright, yep. Ooh, green flame, but non-lethal green flame. Uh, and nearly down, and she is. She falls down, and I carefully dodge out the way so she doesn't fall on top of me. The woman slumps to the ground, unconscious, but not permanently harmed. You take a step back and pause, a few moments to catch your breath and gather your thoughts. A quick search for your belongings reveals the far ring, terrible level gauntlets, and oh, a wing belt which is well crafted. I think I already have one of those. Well, it's oh, 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 it's slightly better than it's slightly better than what I already have, but I'll equip that later. And twelve gold in a pocket sewn into the inside of a coke, you discover a pouch of gold, one hundred and forty-two gold. Having discovered and defeated the necromancer who had practiced his wicked craft in a secluded gloom of the defiled sanctuary, you now set your sights at finding your way safely back to the surface. The hawks of the cathedral's lower levels echo ominously with each footstep. You slowly and cautiously make your way out. Out of the forsaken labyrinth. A short while later, you emerge into daylight and quickly move away from the ruined structure. Yolo greets you when you arrive at the edge with her, and the boatman beams with pride as you announce success of your mission. He helps you into his small craft in preparation for the trip across the river to Migsbor. Forgive me for saying so, he says, as the small boat lurches through the water with every stroke of his oars. But honestly, giving you up for a goner. Should have doubted you, though. That's plain enough. That's why at least recognise a true adventure when I see one. See one. Upon your return to Migspool, you set out at once for City Hall. The magistrate and four members of the Wither Guild are present when you arrive and announce the success of your mission. They stare at you with bewildered expressions affixed to their faces. As you relate to them your details, you've encountered with the necromancer and his cohorts in the lowest level of the old cathedral. One of the members of the Wither Guild, a surprisingly young fellow with long dark hair, steps forward and meets you on the shoulder cross before handing you a small wooden chest filled with gold. Very least we can do, he says, and I hope you find some use for it. One thousand gold tokens. Well, I'm going to have to... That's going to ultimately end up being spent on a custom set set of tiny plate armour. Tiny, tiny, but... Well, tiny plate armour of unmatched craftsmanship. You thank the Wither Guild for the generous reward. 
and the four mem- members each congratulate you on the success of your mission before departing. 256 experience to general. The magistrate thanks you once again, once the four members of the Wither Guild are gone. He tells you there's likely more adventure to be found around Migspool for someone as capable as you. You're welcome here any time, Randy says, smiling, as he places his hand on his shoulder. You bid him farewell and make your way back onto the streets of the Witherport. And that ends this adventure. Now, let's just west up from that. And let's identify what we just found. It's the Dagger of Nightmares. And 16 XP to Arcania. The Dagger of Nightmares is 4 melee rating, making it more powerful than my normal equipment, and 3 Neville Reserve. And 1 Aura too. That, that, that won't help because it's already at max. It's a magical weapon, which will come in handy. So, time to equip the Blade of Nightmares. That boosts my MR to 57. And well, that'll go up soon enough. Now, now there's another. Now, I'll just pause while I equip the things I found. Now, there's an adventure that's a direct sequel to this. So we meet again. It takes only a moment for you to place the face. But before you can reach for the weapon, your unexpected visitor says something that causes you to stay your hand. Start the adventure. While passing through one of the many small marketplaces that litter the streets of the Witherport, you're approached by a woman garbled in a grey robe. Her face is concealed by an oversized hood, and you're taken aback when she tells you it's not the first time we met. Yes, we met before, she says. Under circumstances entirely more grim. I think perhaps this will explain it best. The woman tosses back the hood to reveal a face you instantly recognise. It's a face you thought you'd never see again. The person standing in the street before you is none other than the woman who tried to kill you in the necromancer's chamber on the lowest level of the old cathedral. You can hardly forget your first meeting with her, where only by, by your quick actions were you spared from being impaled by one of her crossbow bolts. Instinctively, you reach for your weapon, but when quickly says something and stays your hand, she tells you that your sparing her life caused her to rethink her ways and completely changed her life. Dumbfounded by this unexpected turn of events, you slowly withdraw your hand from your, your weapon and relax your guard somewhat. She introduces herself as Nispy and tells you that after her life-altering revelation, she became involved with a travelling group that made it its mission to seek out and bring comfort to aid the poor and afflicted. There is no longer a life for me outside this work, she says, smiling. I can never go back to the crooked ways that nearly led to my ruin. I long sought you out ever since our first meeting, for, despite my treachery, you allow me to live. I could never hope to repay you. Yet I hope I might show such kindness to others. Before you can respond, Nispel presses a small cloth-wrapped cloth item into your hand. I know nothing of what it is. And then it came off the finger of a former paymaster of mine. A master thief who operates in, who operates in this very city. It was my last act in the trade. I hope that whatever its enchantments proved, proved to be that serves you well. An unidentified wing. This wing was given to you by Jownoff, the reformed thief, but she says she's Nispel here. Hmm, odd, odd. Very odd. Yeah, maybe her name changed in versions. We'll see. Nispel says goodbye and disappears into the crowd that forms the market space. You spend the next several moments wondering if the bold thief who followed you into the depths of the old cathedral's lower levels will ever 
ever be able to truly give up the art. The art at which she is ex- exceptionally versed. You once again set off on your way through the city. Well, there are good uses for such skills. You know, uh, <laughs> you know, spy spying on bad guys, <laughs> fighting goblins, <laughs> and, uh, testing defenses. Okay, now let's identify that thing. It's the Rogue's Grin Wing. Another 16 XP to Arcania. Which is getting closer to being able to level up. Now what's this wing like? Two agility, two luck. This wing was given to you by Nespril, the reformed thief. Oh, when it got identified I remember her actual name. Curious, 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 curious. Uh, well, time to equip it. Now those little stats will come in handy. That brings my agility all the way up to 18. Now let me get out of other situations. Anyhow, I think that is, that's enough for now. Okay, I think... With a nice magical magical knife in my possession and with, with more Neville Reserve, a bit more MR and all that, I think the next next time I will be ready to handle the secret of Stoneback Hill. Which will probably take probably a couple of episodes, maybe even three. And anyway. Until then Farewell, fellow adventurers. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corian's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corian.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corian.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.